So if you're feeling like, hey, I'm a little bit stagnant right now, feel like, hey, you know what, I should have been further along in my life than perhaps what I am, then we need to talk about how do we get you there quickly. And a lot of that's going to be action that you take today. Some of it's going to be some forgiveness that you have for yourself. And then some of it's going to be just the consistency that you're willing to give towards your goal. And so here are some things that I am doing currently right now, because I want to tell you, I'm not a guru, everybody. Um, The last four weeks of my life have been arguably the most trying I've ever had. And in the course of doing so, we still show up to work. We still put in the hours. We still do what is necessary. And the reason that we do that is because life is not about giving in to the circumstances that are right in front of us. Um, That is what weak people do. They look at the cross that is in front of them and they say, it looks too heavy. I don't want to bear it. And therefore, I won't do anything. Um, That's a coward's way out. Um, And so if you want to be an adult, you want to be a man, you want to be somebody who is worthy of your own self-respect, then pick up the cross that's in front of you and bear it because you are strong enough to do so. But sometimes we need a little bit extra encouragement. Sometimes we know that, hey, listen, I'm looking at that and going, it's a little bit too much for me. And so hopefully today is some motivation for you, some things that you may be able to take away that are going to help you bear that cross that's in front of you, help you move your life forward that is stagnant right now. And so that's what I want to start with here, okay? You may be in a state of needing and not wanting. Needing and not wanting is never a place that you want to be. In sales, everybody knows this feeling. You've had a bad month. It's coming up on the end. You've got a quota to meet. And let's just say you've got two deals and you need three for the month. Well, now you're needing that deal. And when you go in front of somebody and you need something, they can smell it. They can hear it in the way that you're talking to them. They know that you need it and it's not in a position you want to be in. Now, the reason for that is because then you're playing from a position of scarcity. You're not playing from a position of abundance. You're sitting there saying, I'm going to take the least amount that I possibly can. And that is not what you should be worth. That is not how you need to look at yourself. You're not a place of scarcity. You always want to play from a place of abundance. Also, here's the most important factor about this when it comes to needing and wanting. It's not so much the feeling that you have to identify. It's what got you to that feeling. So if you feel like you need the deal because you're two and you need three, why didn't you close three that month? Why are you in a position of needing something and not wanting it? Now, if you're honest with yourself, what you'll probably find is that you put yourself in that position. And that is the most difficult thing sometimes to accept, is that we often put ourselves in positions of needing instead of wanting because of our own self-sabotage and our own decisions that we make within our life. The best thing that I've been able to discover is this. Once you find in yourself in a position of needing, and it could be a deal, a relationship, a feeling, Once you find yourself there, take time to understand what got you to that point and then do whatever you can to not repeat those actions. Again, identify what got you to that point and then do whatever you can to not repeat those actions because you don't want to be ever in a position of needing someone, needing something, some feeling, or some event to bring happiness and joy into your life. What you want is you want those things, but you don't need them. Take a little inventory of your life right now. What are you needing and not wanting? Identify that. Make sure you take the steps to make sure that you don't find yourself in that position again. Sometimes just writing those steps down is going to help you out right there. Remember, we need to be in a position of wanting 
not needing within our life. Some of you out there need to become more purposeful, pers- if I could talk here, more purposeful with your time. Becoming more purposeful with your time is absolutely key. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me give you some examples right here. One of the things that I've begun to do is shave the night before, gentlemen. If you're a guy who shaves every day like me, I wake up in the morning, I'm dragging a little bit. I don't want to have to do that. So what I'm doing is I'm shaving the night before because that's going to save me that five to 10 minutes that I have in the morning. You need to monitor your screen time, everyone. Yeah, listen, it's a very difficult thing to look at your screen time and realize how much time you could be wasting. But you need to take account for how much time am I spending on this phone and how much am I spending actually moving towards the goals or the things that I've stated that I want in my life. Screen time. Be purposeful with what you're doing each and every day. Next thing. You know, I was at the gym this morning, and I walk in, and after me, a trainer walks in. Blonde, wonderful energy. And when she walks in, she walks into that place, she goes right to where she needs to drop her stuff off, right over to a client, and begins immediately. And I thought to myself, I was like, wow, that woman was walking and had intention with what she was doing this morning. She wasn't sitting there and I have to go get a drink and, hey, let me walk over here and grab myself, you know, some kind of, you know, protein bar or something and put my stuff down and chat with this person. She was on a mission. She wasn't wasting time. She had purpose for every step that she took. And when she got there, she started making money immediately. Her client did not have to wait on her. It showed her client that, hey, I'm here and I mean business. You better too. Walk with some purpose in your life and people will take you more seriously and you will take yourself more seriously. Now. Next thing you need to think about, what are you doing at lunch? If you're, all you're doing at lunch is that you're using that time to stay away from the things that are going to bring purpose to your life because they may be difficult or you don't want to think about them, then you have to beat yourself up a little bit there, folks. You can't sit there and use lunch all the time just as an escape from the reality of your day. It's an amazing time to be able to pursue the things that maybe you're not doing normally with your day, maybe a little side hustle that you got going on. But take accountability for those hours that you're spending at lunch each day with what are you doing with that time? Is it spent on here? Is it spent there talking to a friend? Most of the time it's going to be texting or spending time on a social media app. That is something to take accountability for. That's why I said earlier, monitor that screen time. Monitor what you're doing with lunch and you're going to become more productive with your week. Pursue those things on the side. That's what that lunch time can be used for. If you've got some passion that you want to pursue, you've got something that you, you're trying to, to get down, you, maybe you want to roll in a class or you want to pursue another career, that is a time to begin to look and research that, take actionable steps to make that happen, and lunchtime is a purpose time to do that. Next, I want to tell you, this is a simple one, but some of you need to hear it, all right? You need to get out of bed earlier. Now, if you're in bed at 7, 15, 7, 30, 8 o'clock, you're wasting time. There are people who want it worse than you do. You know, just what was it, two days ago, I guess is what it was, two days ago? Um, everyone's been talking about Tucker Carlson being fired from Fox News. And I heard one person say, I think it was Ben Shapiro, who mentioned something about him, that he was number one when it came to cable news. And I don't care about political stuff. But what I want to tell you is this. To be number one in anything, Ben Shapiro pointed this out, you have to do things that number two, three, four, and five are not willing to do. You have to be willing to work on the Saturday mornings when two, three, four, and five are not. You have to be willing to work late onto Sunday night. You have to be willing to prep more, do more than what the people behind you are not willing to do. And so if you tell me that, hey, listen, I want to go achieve something. I want to go do something in my life that's meaningful and is going to have impact and it's going to be greater than somebody else's. Then ask yourself this. 
Are you getting out of bed in a time that shows the world that you are serious about what you want to do? Because if you're telling me you're getting out of bed at 8.15, but yet you know what, you're going to change how people look at, I would just talk about the gym, how people look at their bodies. If you're going to be a trainer that is going to impact the world in a positive way. Well, I can tell you there's a trainer I spoke to this morning. Her first class was at 4.30. So you could be four classes behind by the time you even get out of bed. That is somebody who's working hard. You're just blowing smoke at that point. So get out of bed and get something done with your life. You don't have to say 5.30 immediately, but take a step to get up 30 minutes earlier, and I'm telling you, it's going to have an impact on your life. 30 minutes earlier at five days a week, that's two and a half hours more a week. That means you can get a whole day more in of work each and every month by just getting up 30 minutes earlier. I love number four right here. Some of you need to put the grocery bags down. And now, what do I mean by this? Well, it's a little thing that I came up with for myself. Uh, For a long time, I would go to Publix, and I still do this every now and then. I got to remind myself. And I would get a bunch of groceries. And to get into my condo, what I would do is I would try to carry all the groceries at one time. Heaven forbid I actually go ahead and make two trips, right? And so in the course of doing so, my hands would absolutely hurt trying to get to the door just so I could get everything in in one try. And every time I would regret it. Like, why did I not just walk the 15 yards back to the car and take two trips? But so many of us right now, what we're doing is we're carrying the grocery bags of life. All of you right now need to forget about some things that have happened. Yeah, you screwed up. You didn't do a business deal right. You didn't handle the relationship correctly. You should have apologized earlier. You shouldn't have cheated on your wife. There's a lot of things in life that will drag you down if you let them. And you're holding on to them in your fingers. And you're what it hurts. Your forearms are hurting, everything, and all you have to do is put the grocery bags down, and that's it, and the pain will stop. But you're so committed to doing something, you don't want to just put the bags down. You're willing to deal with the pain. Why? The pain that you're dealing with is completely useless. All you need to do is to put them down and give yourself a break, and then not do it again. Just make two trips. Or in this case, you don't have to carry around that baggage. It is done. And whatever it is, you've apologized, apologized to yourself, and stopped carrying it around with you. You deserve better to move forward in life. Everybody does. So put the grocery bags down, everybody, today. Got a few more here. This is the same thing I was just talking about there with the the grocery bags. But some of you need to stop beating yourself up, and you need to shift your perspective into action. And I've got some stuff written down here. So many of us, we tell ourselves a story about who we are that is complete BS. And you've been telling yourself that story for a long time. Once you create that story, what you do is you create a pattern in your life that reinforces that story. Great example is, let's just say you go through a divorce. Guy goes through a divorce. And he starts getting back out there into the field. And he gets turned down by two or three girls at the bar. All of a sudden... He starts thinking to himself, man, I just don't have it anymore. I was married for 20 years, and now I'm out here again, and I just don't have what it takes to talk to women or to be impressive to them any longer. And he starts telling himself a story. Three months down the road, the guy has lost all confidence because he started telling himself that, and then, well, you know what? I'm not going to go out to meet anybody anymore. I'm not going to say hello. He starts telling himself a story, and then he's doing things to reinforce that story to himself. Uh, I'm not going to say hello to anybody anymore because they're just going to turn me down anyway. And now that story has shifted into his identity and who that person is. 
So here's my challenge to you. If you feel like you've been telling yourself a story about something, you know what, I'm not a good leader, I'm not a good closer, I'm not a good husband, I'm not a good wife or brother, or I'm not a good teammate, why don't you do one thing today that would shift that perspective, that would shift that story, that would go against that story that you've been telling yourself? I mean, let's just say you've been telling yourself you're a bad husband. Well, why don't you pick up some flowers and just see what happens? You haven't done it for five years. Maybe it might be worth a shot to do. You've been telling yourself you're not any good at sales anymore and that you're not sure you can even sell that car that's on the lot. Well, why don't you pick up the phone and make a couple cold calls and just see what happens? Do one thing today that shifts your perspectives and changes the story that you've been telling yourself. It will be hard because you've made it part of your identity, but that right there is what begins to pay dividends because the next day it will be easier. Do something to shift the story that you've been telling yourself. Number six has been an important one for me over the last month. It's okay to stop a bad decision. It's okay to stop a bad decision. When you start going down that route in life where you're doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing, it's okay to stop. So many of us, we think that we have to go in and follow through with the bad decision. You need to keep on drinking that alcohol. You need to keep on seeing that person you're not supposed to see. You need to keep on doing things after work you're not supposed to be doing. No, you don't. You can stop a bad decision. So if today you find yourself in a situation where you know you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, you've got that gut feeling deep down that says this isn't right, stop. Stop what you're doing, put the car in reverse, whatever it might mean, the reverse of your life, and just say, hey, you know what? I might have made the bad decision by getting myself here, but I'm going to put the phone down. I'm not going to text that person. I'm going to put the alcohol down. I'm going to put the drugs down. Whatever the situation is that you started, don't be afraid to stop a bad decision. And the last two I want to mention right here to you. Make yourself uncomfortable today. You've got to do something if you're in a rut in life, like I said, you're a little stagnant at the beginning of this, that you can change the pace by doing something that makes you uncomfortable. Because you're where you are right now because you like being in comfort. Our body likes that. It's like, hey, listen, you know what? I can just go and I can walk on a treadmill or I can run on a treadmill. Much more likely we want to walk. That's what our body would like to do. So make something, do something that's going to make you uncomfortable. It might mean that you go to a different place today. It might mean that, you know, you say hi to a person you normally wouldn't say hello to. Maybe you get up earlier as we talked about. You stay a little bit later. You try to have a conversation with your significant other that you normally wouldn't have. Do something that's going to make you uncomfortable and see if that's going to make a difference in your life. I assure you that it will. And the last thing I want to say here is this. If you're stagnant and you want to do something uncomfortable or you want to take these action items, it all comes down to exactly that, taking action. Uh, General Schwarzkopf, Storm and Norm, uh, Desert Storm is what he was most known for. Uh, maybe the most well-known army general you could make an argument in the last hundred years. Um, as he was coming up to be a general, he was, I don't know, let's just say he was, he, well, he was the lowest of the low at times. You know, you had to go in and repair, prepare the reports. You had to do all that stuff. And so he talks about one time how he became more decisive in taking action. And he was repairing these reports for a general. He wouldn't say who it was. But in the course of doing so, he did that for 10 months, I think is the number that he used. And him and others were putting together all these reports for this Joint Chiefs. They were going to get together and they were going to use this information to decide which direction 
the Army, the Navy, and others were going to go, and it was going to be a big, pivotal decision in the armed forces. He said he vividly remembers this meeting where the person he was working for, the general, um, he went ahead and started taking in the information, and within about 10 minutes, he put his hand down, and he said, we're going to do this. And General Schwarzkopf afterwards went up to that general and asked him if he could ask him a question. And the general said, yes, of course you can. He said, you know, we've been compiling this information for 10 months. How is it possible that within a matter of just minutes, you can make a decision and know all the information that took us so many months to put together? It doesn't seem like you have all the information possible. And he said, I don't know all the information, but here's what I'm doing. I know that if we sit around here and do nothing, then we're all going to suffer. But if we make the decision now and I'm wrong, then we're going to know that I'm wrong that much quicker, quicker and we can adjust and we can do the right thing quicker. Sometimes what you need to do in life is make a decision. Stop going back and forth, questioning everything in your head, having that conversation, that dialogue between your ears with yourself, and just go do it. Take a damn chance on yourself today because you are worth it. And if you don't do that and that conversation continues, you'll never take action. You'll compromise with yourself, and that is a regret that you're never going to want everyone. So there you go. If you're feeling a little stagnant, take some action in your life today. Stop needing and start wanting. Become more purposeful with your time. Get out of bed earlier. Put those grocery bags down. Stop beating yourself up over your past. Change that perspective. Understand it's okay to stop making a bad decision. Make yourself uncomfortable by taking some action. I think if you can do those things right there, you're going to live a more productive life over the next couple of weeks, months, and years. So hopefully you take something away from that. If you did, make sure you comment below, like, subscribe. We love it. And uh, we'll try to bring you some more of this kind of content each and every week. Hopefully it makes a positive impact on your life. All right, until next time, everybody. This is the Patrick Carr Show. We'll see you soon.